I said, I can't wait for some New Jersey deep dish. <laughs> it's just a joke that I was running. Uh, like nobody got it. But no one, yeah, no one thought it, found it funny. Found himself very entertaining. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of MQA Sunday with Stephen and Vargo. This week we're discussing John chapter 6, verses 41 to 51. Join our conversation with returning guest Cindy and our new guest, Charlie, who will be starting as director of Hispanic Ministries in August. Let the conversation begin. We have two. We have a brand new guest and a returning guest, which is always a good sign. Mm-hmm. We didn't anger you or frighten you in too serious a way the last time you were here. Right. So you came back, and it's that's still time. <laughs> that's right. Maybe today we'll see how this goes. We're going to be using our beta lesson, which is our small group process here in the parish. It's published every week on the website. You can follow along with us today, uh, following along with the beta lesson, and we're. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear everyone's thoughts. This is just a kitchen table conversation around the gospel with Beta. We always start with an icebreaker. And so we'll go around the table. Tell us your name, your favorite way to eat bread, and uh, something you complain about a lot. Is anyone ready? Steven, you ready? Yeah, my name is Steve. Um, I love my bread with sauce and cheese, a.k.a. pizza. pizza. Okay. And uh, I love to complain about a lot of things, okay. uh, but what's my joy? <laughs> Which one gives me the most joy? I I don't know. I do. Mm, Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> most, a certain generation. Okay. I won't go into details. Oh, okay. All right. Certain yeah, generation. Let's, let's not. Let's not. Cindy, what do you got? Favorite way to eat bread. Um, there is a bakery in Lawrence called Tripolis, and oh, I grew up near there. My heart, my heart. And you go in there and you order a stick. Oh. And you take it home. It used to be, I remember specifically, it was a dollar ten to buy a stick, and now it's a lot more, but it's worth it. But no, when I was growing up, I think it was a dollar ten. Been to Tripoli. I've missed this. So whole you take thing. the stick, and then it's nice and warm, and you cut it. It barely. It hardly ever makes it home sure. in one piece, right, but it's right. a very long stick. Okay. But okay. you call it a stick. So if you pick it up, that's where you get it. Uh, right. And they just opened a new, or they're going it. to open a new restaurant in near Riviera Beach. Oh, no. Nope. I believe so. Really? I that's bad. So. That's bad for me. But their pizza is probably the second best way to eat bread. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, specifically. Mm. Things okay. I complain about lately, it's my, my cat because he's been sick. Oh. But I do complain Sorry. about him. Mm. Okay. All right. Charlie, ready? I'm going to have to second uh, what, what you were talking about in terms of um, the best way to eat bread mm. with cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Uh, it's either that or um, toasting bread and then spreading avocado over it. Oh. And then drizzling yeah, olive oil um, <laughs> with spices. And so, oh. yeah. That's good stuff. Okay. What do you complain about? What do I complain about? Um... I, d- I don't complain about much, but what really annoys me um, lately is when I'm driving at night and people who have their, um, these like uh, blinding LED lights. Oh, yes. yes. Turned on all, you know, all the way up. Mm. And yeah. so, yeah, that, that kind of annoys me. Yeah. 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 Right. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Definitely. I'm Margot Morin, your pastoral associate. And, um, 
my favorite way to eat bread is like grilled, you know, with buttered and then fried, like in a grilled cheese sandwich, something like that. Mm. Mm. Or like a hot dog bun that's grilled. Oh. And uh, something I complain about is other drivers. For sure. For sure. I I actually yelled at someone in my car the other day and my window was open, but I have this cold so that when I yelled, I just sounded like, I don't know, like a baby duck or something. Yeah. It was very ineffective. It was you kind of embarrassing. You don't have a good yelling voice. That's true. Even start. when I'm healthy. It's, yeah. 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 That's true. I always true. love making you yell. I was like, oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Uh, Cindy's been here before. We know who you are. We know who how you got in here. How you got in here, yeah. But we'd love to hear from Charlie a little bit because he is a once and future star here in the parish. We'd love to know who you are, how'd you get in here, which is really just tell us about yourself and what you're how you're connected here. Sure. Um again, my name is Charlie. Um I I did my internship this past year here at um, MQOA through uh, the School of Theology at Boston College. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, fortunate to be placed here um, through their um, contextual ed um, program. And I, w- I, I specifically requested a parish that had a sizable Latino population. And, um, and so I was told that I could be placed here in Salem. And I said, why not? You know, it'd be nice to get out of Boston. and Quick trip from yeah. Brighton, sure. And so uh, these past few months, I've gotten to know the Dominican community uh, here fairly well, and I'm excited that I'm going to continue working with them and and with with you all Mm -hmm. here, um, being that, you know, I'll be working as the Hispanic Ministry Coordinator. That's right. Ta-da! Very exciting. Consider it breaking news. You've been hired. You're starting (laughs) mid-August. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you'll be Stephen only... The Hispanic, Hispanic version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Margot's job, a little bit of mine. Right. All this, Hispanic. This has yes. been yeah. just my plan is just keep hiring people and giving them my job to do right. so that ultimately I'm just hanging out, smoking In cigarettes. In the studio, <laughs> recording yourself. I haven't started smoking yet. I got to work yeah. on that. We are so pleased to have you. We're so thrilled that so to have to you joining here. the team. And mm-hmm. we've been praying for you. And we'll oh, keep amen. praying for you for your for yeah, your ministry. My prayer ends. Gonna be, oh, Stephen's done. I will keep praying for you. Please. And we'll see how this goes. Okay, so Beta, we're looking at the Sunday Gospel. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have it read twice because we love to hear it in two different voices. So Cindy's going to read it once. We'll take a little break. And during that break, you can just sort of soak in what you've heard. You can pray to God to give you something to think about, some focus maybe for your prayer, or a word, an image, or a phrase that pops out, and then we'll read it again and have a conversation after that. Okay? All right, Cindy, whenever you're ready. Okay. A reading from the Gospel of John. The Jews murmured about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. 
Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Take a few seconds just to soak that in, say a little prayer, mull it over. And we'll hear it one more time. The Jews murmured about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draw him and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. So this is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and may not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Cindy, you just mentioned that you're an editor. And I... I, <laughs> I know the mistake you made. I mean... <laughs> I'm sure. I saw that little extra uh, word. Lord. Oh. This... Because John... Mm-hmm. I'm always like, is this... What? Who? This was not edited by a very good editor. Am I right? I know. The flow is the rough. Flow. That word draw. John. Yes. Out of nowhere. Wouldn't that didn't just be the, it. the yes. translation? Maybe it sounds so, beautiful in Greek. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, some dispute about, oh. you know, first of all, who wrote John. It's always kind of disputed who wrote everything. But um, there's also some editing that has probably happened after John was written. Um, so you never, you never know who to blame necessarily, but John, I always find John to be just like word salad. I'm like, just make your point. Mm -hmm. Jesus, get to the point Mm -hmm. and let's, I mean, what are you trying to say? We get it. Let's go. We get it. You're the bread from heaven. All right. But there's like a lot of repetition and he really wants you to get it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's repeating himself. Salad's good for you, even word salad. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's like, so good. So good. Well, what were, aside from the crazy writing style, what were the takeaways? What did you, what poked out at you while you were hearing or reading that? I love the line from my table flipping Jesus. Uh huh. Stop memorizing amongst <laughs> yourselves. Stephen, so I, I knew. Love it. I should have been like, Stephen will say the murmuring part. <laughs> I love it. Because I knew that would be it. Why does that, why Such do you a, love that? It's a boss move. Because <laughs> he's like, he's supposed to be like a rabbi, right? Like he's a teacher. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be like, mm-hmm. 
you know, a professor kind of thing. Like, and he's just like, stop your crap. Yep. <laughs> I just fed you thousands of loaves and right, fishes. Right. I told you who I am. Right. In no uncertain and, terms. And no. And now you're murmuring about it. Yeah. So. So you you love, love it. the impatient Jesus. I like the matter of fact Jesus. Oh, okay. Okay. Gets right to the point. Yep. Oh, John is not the book for you. <laughs> but I do like this quote. Yeah, Definitely. that's pretty good. I, I think that will come up again in our conversation because I do think, yeah, that's a good one. What about you two? What, either of you, is anything poked out at you? Charlie tried to read ahead and he read the wrong reading. So now he's like, no oh, shoot, I'm prepared. <laughs> Rookie move. I know. <laughs> Cindy knows what's up. Yeah, that's right. She's a vet. So what did stand out to either of you? Anything interesting there? Cindy? Yeah, I'm, I'm just the juxtaposition of um, the manna that uh, the Israelites ate in the desert and um, that juxtaposed with Jesus, who is the bread of life, and um, you know that imagery, I think, is um, interesting to me. Mm. And I guess um, you, you, I guess he's Jesus here is I'm obviously alluding to the fact that this was kind of like a, I guess, a foreshadowing of. Is coming down right. to earth. Right. Um, oh, you. Th- oh, okay. You think what you're proposing is that the manna situation mm-hmm. was actually like a prequel pointing at Jesus coming? I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, a, a prequel that didn't end the way one oh, necessarily they never wanted do. it to. The good ones <laughs> never do, right? And so, um, oh, that's interesting. As they say here, you know, they, your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. Right. Um, Which doesn't mean the manna was bad. Right. Right. right? Yes. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It's good it for its right. time. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. And so here you have Jesus saying that um, I'm the living bread that came down from heaven, like. Just like the manna. Just like the manna. Yeah. But, you know, mine. I will actually be, you know, um, life-sustaining, life-giving. Right. Um, and um, right. Last week yeah. he said, "It's I'm the food that endures, right? Exactly. That abides." Mm, we talked abides, about that a lot on the abides, yeah. on the webcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's what um, stood out to me initially. And let's see. Hmm. I'm still kind of like. She's rolling over yeah. everything That's else. That's all right. Cindy, what, what stood out to you? I liked, um, I know Stephen likes when Jesus says, stop murmuring among mm-hmm. yourselves. But I actually like the Jews that ask the question, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Kind of like, hey. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question. <laughs> and mm-hmm. But then they don't really get it. That's answered specifically right right and i got a little confused by the answer jesus gives gives them honestly 
Um, Who isn't? Where it says, stop <laughs> murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draw him. And I right. paused there when I was reading it. Yeah. It's just like, mm, okay, yeah. who's talking? Right, who's drawing? Right. The father sent me. So the me is Jesus. So the father who sent Jesus draw him. Right. So that means one of the people. And then it, sa- it says, I, and I will raise him on the last day. But the I there seems like it should be. God. Right. So, so See, subject this is an editing of the issue, right? Keeps, yes. So yes. my editing mind is having a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So okay. I have a note about this actually <laughs> for my my research. Mm. But I like um, how they ask that question and kind of um, don't shy away from asking the hard questions. And I think that. A lot of the times as we're exploring our faith, we need to ask ourselves those hard questions. Oh, so yeah. true. Yeah, that also stood out to me. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like the, they're saying, who, who does this guy think he is? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Oh, gosh, there's so much fun stuff. Yeah, we're kind of still <laughs> saying <laughs> that now. Right. <laughs> who does he think he is? Right. right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I found a note that said that the, uh, the verb translated as drawn, to be drawn, could be more could be translated as the more intensive word dragged which i love okay <laughs> i huh. have certainly been dragged toward jesus mm-hmm. you know that it was it was then do you remember this footprints thing when you yeah. saw walking one, on the beach yep. you only saw one set of footprints it was and there then jesus i carried like, you, I carried you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then there's a comic that says those two lines is where i dragged you for oh, a while nice. <laughs> which nice. i can totally relate to yeah. um it says no one comes to Jesus without the Father's pull. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. So, like, even if you're even these this crowd who's following Jesus around, who's confused about it all, who's looking for bread, yeah. while he's giving something even better, they're demanding signs while he's giving salvation. You know, which I again can relate to. Mm. They are, if you believe this, then they're being pulled to Jesus by God. They're not just randomly chasing, you know, the latest rock star of the moment. Okay. They're actually responding to God, drawing them to himself through Jesus. Hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I like that. I do too. I do too. I think that's really cool. And it's, it's almost like he's trying to say, well, if you have any doubts about who I am, well, here is, here here's a way that you can know that I'm the Son of God. This mm-hmm. the fact that God is, you know, pulling you towards me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you can you all relate to a time when God was clear with you about something, and yet you were like, ah? Do you have you had that experience where God has been like, no, you need to do this, or? Here's the answer to your question. And you've been like, I will wait for option B. Can anyone relate to that? I can't think of one right now, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember saying, let me me just see what the other side says. (laughs) I remember I was working in a parish and um, I got a job offer to work in a new parish. This was many years ago. And I remember telling my friend Nancy Oh, I just don't know what to do. I, you know, I really love this parish, and and oh, there's this other thing. I really am not sure. And she said, "Oh, wah wah! God's giving me two good things." 
<laughs> and I'm That's like, awesome. Yes, right. Of course, right. Like, mm-hmm. why am I harassing God yeah. about this decision when God is like, here mm-hmm. are two good things you can shoot. You know, just pick yeah. for mm-hmm. heaven's sake. Right. I can definitely relate to that. What about like, have you found God confusing? Like, what do you do when you're confused by something God says? Yeah, I I ask God, uh, you know, can you like clarify this, please? Mm. Um, you know, can I be given a sign? And if <laughs> if a sign is like uh, would make it too easy, then um, you know, can I have like a sense of you know mm-hmm. consolation that's you know this that this feels right? Mm. Um, and I think. I've th- that was part of my I guess um, discerning to come to Boston in the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was part of me wanted to stay back home, but I also felt like this pull to come up here, and um, and eventually it, uh, I just it felt <coughs> it felt right. Mm. Yeah. Kind of amazing, right? Because you were making a choice about what to do next, and it led to sort of a series of yeah. nexts. Yeah. Right. I did. That's yeah. very cool. That ha- that has happened to me a lot in my kind of walk of faith, you know. Mm. Dragging I, of faith. The dra- <laughs> the times yeah. when Jesus has dragged me. I love that's so holy that you just pray for clarity. I'm like, I'm more demanding. Mm-hmm. I I relate in the story to the crowds that keep like just harassing Jesus and being like, no, I <laughs> I know you're giving me flowers, but I want this. I yeah. know you're giving me this, but I want this. This I can relate to, and badgering, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's more my stuff. prayer styles. Yeah. Badgering. Uh, have any of you complained to God? Yes. <laughs> Do you want a second to think about that? <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean, I have, I guess my relationship with God is more like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's like, I get it. I don't want to hear it. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Like, it's the fourth or fifth time of the same thing. So, um, I try I try not to complain to God too much. I think that was kind of like my college would say college faith. It was like, come. I mean, I want to do all these things. Let's go, let's go, let's go kind of thing. But now, so I definitely know how that feels to complain to God. Um, but a shift happened to me that made it more, me more thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, things in family life happened that I was like wanting to be more grateful and was grateful for. And it's actually the time I went away, moved in Texas for a year. And that was like the holidays were really tough and, so it just made me more grateful for life, which then translated to my faith life. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. That's very cool. I've never been confused by what God is saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've definitely been a murmuring person. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, yes, yes, that's you know, true. Because like, basically what they're saying is, I'm guessing what I'm taking from is that some people are... are um, are doubting his blatant statement from the previous gospel. Right. And yes, right. So I like it, I've been there. I've also seen that in ministry. Mhm. So it's kind of humbling. It's nice that Jesus went through that too. Oh, you mean people not believing what you not giving you like 
No, not me personally, but just like about church life or something like that. If you make a change, someone's going to, you know, you tell mm-hmm. people the real teaching and then they're like, murmur, murmur, murmur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... So it's nice as a minister to be that Jesus it went through Jesus that way too. Not necessarily reflected on me, but a program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, earlier I didn't mean to like insinuate that I I've never complained. Oh in my no, life. no, 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 no! We didn't really. Murmuring does and uh, happen has, especially after two years of grad school. It's yeah. kind of like inevitable. Yes, um, yes. And so enough already, right? Yeah, I'm like, God, you brought me here. Uh-huh. Why, you know, why, yes. why are these things? Why, why does this have to be so difficult? Oh my goodness! Right, <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yes, I have prayed that <laughs> prayer. <laughs> yeah, the why prayer. Like, what, why? why? Yeah. Yelling to the sky <laughs> when the rain comes down. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I feel like you, over time, even in those why yelling at the sky moments when things are just really frustrating and you don't feel like things are getting better, over time, it things ease up, even if situations somehow they may or may not get resolved but i think down the road yeah you learn something from them yeah you got through them right and you know faith is a good backbone to get through things yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah that's that's what he's talking about he's about being that bread from heaven that isn't the same as just getting through a day it isn't the same as just having enough to eat it's really about being uh you know having the nutrition spiritual nutrition that endures mm-hmm. forever i cut you off I'm sorry it's okay um it's something different but it, it's, it's like jesus is talking about the big picture mm-hmm. and they're talking about like the next step yes oh again i can relate this i'm feeling personally attacked mm-hmm. by this conversation <laughs> we're bringing up all my spiritual issues today but i think that's why i like that they're questioning him because they are more, much more concrete like myself and he's speaking okay. much more abstractly, yeah. which is frustrating for oh, somebody okay. who's very concrete like myself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Just get to the point, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he's been doing a lot of concrete stuff in, yeah. in these gospels. The last oh, couple feeding the, you know, and so now he's like flip again, flip the script. Flipping the tables, yeah. flipping the script. Mm-hmm. Script of like now, okay, now we're talking about your eternal life. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of the questions from last week. They're like, "How did you get here? What? Do, how did you know? What are you doing here?" And Jesus kind of says, "What are you doing here?" Mm. Right? He does really ask <laughs> a lot of the questions we ask God. I mm-hmm. think Jesus does flip back on us. Yes. Like, well, what do you? What do you want? What do you need? Mm-hmm. What do you think we should? You know, should be happening? What's the right thing? This, of course, uh, any Catholic will see communion kind of connections eucharistic connections to what jesus is talking about right mm-hmm. right and he says whoever eats this bread will live forever and i wonder is this jesus saying that we need to be taking communion for to have eternal life is this where he like lays down that law is that what he's saying there I just I don't know if this is the I don't know if this is the the quote that people use mm-hmm. to be to that question of like can you get to heaven without knowing Jesus mm-hmm. right and he's like well he did say this this and this yeah 
I think not looking, trying not to look at it too concretely like I usually do. Mm-hmm. I would say that he is saying um, participate, belong, be a part of, mm-hmm. all of all of these things. So it's an invitation. Invitation. Instead of us saying like, if you don't, you're out. Right. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you think? I feel. Right. Yeah. About it. What do you think, Charlie? This is not a setup. You will not be excommunicated for your views here. (laughs) I just want to say. Um, I think, hmm, I have like so many thoughts (laughs) crisscrossing my mind. Um, I think more so in the past, people have been prone to to believe, oh, I, you know, in order to Mm. have eternal life i need to go to church and receive communion every sunday as a, as a transaction uh, yeah, right yeah. i do this i get that exactly right, right. okay if I don't. and i don't think that's what jesus is saying um i mean yes he wants us to receive him in, mm-hmm. in, in communion um and in, in, in the eucharist um but he wants us to do it in a way that's intentional mm. I think and intentional, um, mindful, and in in community, not just following a crowd. Right. Yeah. I think people are comforted by knowing exactly what's expected of them, which is yes. why I think that they're asking so many questions here, mm. because we want to totally. know what is it that we need to do exactly. Yes. What will, especially in this situation where they've all been following him, what should we do? What should we be doing? How should we act? Right. Just tell me. I'll do it. Yeah. Right. right. But I like what you just said. That kind of helps yeah. put it in perspective. Yeah, because I, I think he's also trying to say... Um, you know, if if you allow me to enter your life in, intentionally, then this this grace that you receive at, in a very physical and tangible way at Mass is going to pour um, out and into all other aspects of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Kind of like the difference of going to Mass, but ac- and actually being present in your mind right. at mass. Right. Very different. Yeah. What's or that? saying a prayer or meaning a prayer. Right. Right. Yeah. Reciting a prayer. Right. Yeah. What's the, I forget who it's said tent. this, who said like mm. going to mass doesn't make you Catholic any more than sitting in a garage makes you a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not about just checking off the box. Right. right. Doing the action. It's really about being present and intentional and, mm-hmm. and prayerful through it. That's very cool. I think in today's world too, I think we are a lot, a lot, a lot of people are box checkers. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. with social media. You yeah. see somebody, people are gathering in a certain place and you start to think maybe I should be should going go there. there? <laughs> this looks like a fun event. I'm missing out on the Newport That's Jazz so Festival true. that I mean, all of my friends are going to or what, you know, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. There is, I think, and you kind of said this. There's a safety in just knowing what the rules are, mm-hmm. right? Um, my parents knew whether or not they were doing things right based on what they did. You know, whether they were at mass every Sunday, wh- how often they were going to confession. It was really about repetition and and checking it off for mm-hmm. them. And I'm not saying that my parents didn't have a true, a really deep faith because they did, but. There were, I think for my parents and their their family, there was a safety in knowing, okay, if I just do this, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. okay. 
And it's funny because in the story, uh, the people who are struggling, they're saying, who is this guy? Isn't this Jesus? We know him, right? We know his father. We know his mother. And it's really like their knowledge of who Jesus is that gets in the way of them actually understanding Mm -hmm. who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. right? And we, I think that's a, that's a trap that people fell into in that time, that mm-hmm. safety of knowing the facts mm-hmm. and the, the really scariness, the frightening feeling of just being like, no, your gut is right. You should trust your heart mm-hmm. and right. God will meet you there. You know, I think as a church, this is something we battle all the time, mm-hmm. even with um doing masses outside or changing the location of masses. People are angry because they want literally to sit in their old seat in their old church and feel that comfort of doing it right. Right. Mm -hmm. And they have a, they, I don't doubt anyone's faith, honestly, because who am I to say, but Mm -hmm. to be like untethered from the rules can feel very scary. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, when I was like growing up, I always thought Jesus and maybe slash the church was black and white. And I was like, it's just really simple. Like you just got to follow the rules or whatever. And as I'm coming, as I learned more and found out the setting of the gospels and learned more about the teachings, I realized that the church is very gray. And I think that at first made me feel, feel very uncomfortable because it was like, no, 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 no but the rules are Just cut this down, <laughs> this, this, and this. But now I love the gray matter. I love the like, cause it's, it's about love and it's about, mm-hmm. you know, who we are and you know, it's about what's happening, not where it's happening. You know, yeah. it's about the community. It's about taking the moment for where it is rather than the space. You know, it's, it's kind of more freeing, but it's tough to get through. It's when I'm, I'm very much, my brain is very much a black and white world and with decisions. And so it's Jesus messed that up, which I like. I'm leaning (laughs) into it. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm belittling people who love their church or I love my churches. You know, I love my, I like to be in the same seat. I love the, it's so much easier to just do what you do and like, And and it's almost like meditative, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you can just not think about where you're going to be sitting, then you can focus a little bit more from that repetition. But I do, I, I love the gray too. And I I like, I think this parish is starting to become known as a place that is very comfortable in the question, the asking of the question Mm -hmm. instead of necessarily the right answers to everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to be here in this gray place yeah, <laughs> with our gray yeah. curtains and our really, gray when conversation. You, when you take away all of the comforts, you mm-hmm. really have to be comfortable with what, with what remains. True. So I think that also questions faith and doubt and all yep. that comes into play. So it really just kind of like, like maybe with these people, they're walking, they're following, they're seeing all the great things, they're yep. getting answers. And now all of a sudden they're not. And it's like, take, just appreciate the moment Kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I love that. What you said about that, about the intentionality. Yeah. Like, That's oh, if I'm going to follow right. him, I'm not going to get the answers I want. <laughs> yeah. But right. there's something there, you know. Yes, he's Joseph's kid or son of Mary, but mm-hmm. uh, there's something different, you know. Mm. Goes anti-cultural kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. 
Love it. This is why you were sweating when I asked you if you think that's (laughs) (laughs) Eucharist is the only way to eternity. Right. Because my parents would say, yep. Yes. The answer to that is yep. Right? Same here. Yeah. My parents, um, my mom um, specifically would probably say the same thing. We Uh, won't tell her. We won't have her watch because it'll be okay. And you know what? I feel like in a way she's she's right. Obviously, he's saying this, right? Yeah. But in understanding or allowing for like some some area around how this works, right? Mm-hmm. That it isn't just that simple. Right. Uh, right. You know? He's saying that. <laughs> this is yeah. how many minutes in before we mention Hitler? Because oh. this uh, <laughs> my parents' generation measured everyone's salvation by whether or not Hitler would be in heaven yeah. with them. Right. And I used to teach a lot of adult groups in another parish. And every time we talked about salvation, we would be like, oh, it's 40 minutes. Time to mention Hitler. <laughs> because he's like stands for the most unforgivable person. Yeah, right. You know, like that's an easy one. Hitler's not going to heaven for a lot of people who were and understandably yeah. were alive then. And the idea that Hitler could go to heaven could feel very scary mm-hmm. to a lot of people. And reasonably so, right? Mm-hmm. But what makes sense for me in this question about the bread of life slash salvation is looping back to the part where God pulls us through Jesus yeah. to God, right? That like we're invited to receive the bread of life mm-hmm. to enter into eternity with God, but the invitation, and we, we may screw it up. We may say, yes, we may just stop and ask too many questions, mm-hmm. but the invitation comes first. Yeah. Invitation is nicer than just do it. Yeah. You know, expectations. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, it's nicer. It's still, you still have the option of a yes or a no. Yeah. And you can really, I like that. Yeah. Cindy, being an editor mm. and needing there to be rules for things, mm-hmm. how does that affect your faith life? Mm. Are you comfortable in the grays? Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to put things into buckets and classify them in my head, and that gives me comfort. So it's kind of oh, it can be kinda I, yes, hard. yes. When you're a person who likes to do that. Yep. I honestly, I'm a little jealous of that because that's possible. Like you mm-hmm. can actually mm. sort things and feel that comfort. Yes. And um, if you can't, then you don't get that comfort. Mm-hmm. I think um, I just need a box that says gray items. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then yeah. I can close the loop in my <laughs> yeah. head. Oh, so I may yeah. have found a kill switch that's for brilliant. this problem. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. So many people Smart. listening are like, gray box. Gray I'm box. writing yeah, this yeah, down. Yeah. Yes. Make sure it has a lock. Yes, exactly. It's going yeah. to be a big one. Yeah. Just a tiny slot in the top, yeah. but just yeah. in, but no out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. But I. But you're not like... Your faith is just as real as Stevens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have a you have a deep faith that comes through you figuring out how to do that, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really believe that God speaks the language that we listen in. Mm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, we're made uniquely, so mm-hmm. the radio waves have to be unique. <laughs> yeah. Right. Know? 
So we're those nerds out there. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Radio was so high tech now. Um, Stephen's getting older, and we're very much enjoying it. I don't know who we is. (laughs) Me and and my alter ego. But I think, have you had an experience of God really speaking to you in your language? Prove my theory. Because you you've talked about like needing order and needing kind of the buckets. Has God mm-hmm. worked with you with that? Mm. Yeah, I think so. I feel like things have come across to me that in a way that have put things in order for me. Yeah. <laughs> through yeah. Of the lens that I needed to see something through. Yeah. 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 How about you, Charlie? Um, yeah, I, th- I think um, this year um, in particular, I God has um, tended to speak to me through nature oh um i i like to go um on walks through the woods um and just to kind of clear clear my mind um but at the same time um i because of grad school i wasn't able to do that so i'd be right sitting at my desk but also next to my window and i would see you know the most beautiful sunsets and i i, I think they were kind of like you know, God winking at me, saying, um, you know, you got this, mm. um, but also I'm still here <laughs> um, in, in all of this craziness, um, and don't forget that, is what mm. I think he would, mm. God was trying to say. That's beautiful. Um, and so... And sometimes you can yeah. see the same thing, like that sunset on any... Every day, right? And you don't think about it, and then on that one particular day, you're like, "Wow, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> was the sunset yeah. I needed? Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's very cool. Well, I'd love to know kind of your takeaway for this reading. What are you? What's going to be like gnawing away at you for this week when you think back to this? I'm kind of hitting on this part right here. It's um, where it says, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my father and learns from him comes to me. It's actually kind of, it's interesting to me because it really just opens the faith up to everyone if you think about it. Yeah. If you're just listening, if you're open, and then you'll learn. It doesn't say like what specifically you'll learn. It doesn't say anything in particular, but... Just to be open, yeah. I think it's the message that I get from that line. Yeah. Did that you notice? Be open and you will learn. Yeah. Did you notice he goes from saying no one can come to me to everyone who listens to my father? Right. Yeah. Like he changes that. Yeah. He opens that up in the course of one line. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Stephen, how about you? What are you taking with you into the week? I would uh, f- focus on you know, my relationship with with him Mm -hmm. like truly the doubts the questioning of who he is as a man and divine because that's the basis Mm -hmm. right i think the murmuring for me is like everything else that can get that can be people's opinions or people's way of things or preferences of how to know that god is god and jesus is jesus Mm -hmm. but um I, I would focus on like just centering it back on him, like who he is and, mm-hmm. and working on that foundation. How about you, Charlie? Do you have a takeaway? My takeaway, I mean, would be 
how there's this reciprocal um, relationship happening here. You know, Jesus is saying, God, you know, God will lead me, will lead you to, to me. Mm-hmm. But then Jesus is also saying that um, I'm, you know, through me, you can know God. Mm. And so. Oh, yeah. It's like a loop, right? Yeah, it's like a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Charlie, you're going to be deep in thought all week. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I don't want to leave out the Holy Spirit. So, um, you know, I'm living bread who came down from heaven. So I'm going to say, you know, the, the, the movement is that's the Holy Spirit. Oh, <laughs> mm. I love that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We could spend a whole other mm-hmm. episode <laughs> on the Holy Spirit for sure. Yeah. It's tricky. <laughs> my takeaway will be about that that bit about what you know about Jesus can keep you from getting who Jesus is. And I want to, there maybe I have to take a look and see if there are things that I need to forget about Jesus that I need to stop, you know, that the things that I think I know that mm-hmm. I need to put aside the so that I can, yeah. So I can really <laughs> know Jesus in a new way. That's a really, I think that's going to be a cool challenge for my mm-hmm. prayer time this week. I have uh, friends who travel all around the country, and most recently I received a brief email and some pictures from some places in Missouri, the Show Me State. And so uh, one of the things I think about uh, Missouri is that part of their history is that they wanted to be able to see concretely some of the things that were, they were being told and some of the things that were being promised by the government. Whenever I have people who are coming into the church or people who come to the church for the first time, in many ways I think that's part of the, part of the task of the church is to answer all the questions, to uh, show me, show them what it is that we believe and how it is that we believe and where all of that is, is placed. In the Gospels today, Jesus is uh, trying to show the people that uh, his preaching, his uh, invitation to to allow him to be the bread of life for others is causing great questioning and great misunderstanding. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of normal that people who are trying to understand and thinking that Jesus is the Messiah, but aren't hearing exactly the message they want to hear. And so more and more they begin to see that uh, Jesus is, is speaking in a way that is very, very challenging. And that's the truth for all of us too. One of the great things I think when... Uh, we have a lot of couples who come here for, for weddings, and they, one of the very first things they want to do when they, as they come here is to see the church. Some of them come from distant places. They've seen the church online, which has beautiful photos, but we, they want to see the church live for themselves. Show me, Father, this beautiful church. And that is also our call, too, to show Jesus to others and allow people to ask questions, to uh, be comfortable with their doubt. That's part of our Alpha program. Part of our outreach program is to invite to invite others who are uh, who are coming to possible faith in Jesus Christ into our parish. Our, the way that we invite them is through our Alpha program, through dinner and a meal and discussion, uh, to show them how much it is that God loves them. So this uh, this week we might ask ourselves how we could be good disciples, how we could show somebody who Jesus Christ is by the way we live our lives, by uh, 
taking and addressing their questions and allowing them to have their doubts and wonderings. And then again, praying and offering them a way of understanding who Jesus Christ is through our own understanding, through our belief, through our confidence in his love for each one of us. Mm -hmm. Speaking of prayer time, we want to pray for you, our Mm -hmm. viewer and our listener. So if you're watching now, you can ask us for, you can share your prayer intentions with us. If you're listening, you can certainly email us. And we are, we have a team of prayer people who are happy to pray for your intentions all the time. Um, But now go ahead and let us know what your prayer intentions are and we will pray for you. We are ready to roll with our closing prayer. Okay. Um, But for those who are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, your rating and review helps us to be found by other people. And we just ask you to can do that if you like it and oh, not like it. Just, you know, be honest, I guess. Oh, not. Yeah. No. Not yeah. too hard. Be patient. It's Margo with no T. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, Stephen anyways. with a V. <laughs> um, so for those who are listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can just rate and review and share it with someone that you would like to. And um, all the links are, can be found in the, the notes of this episode from the beta lesson to our prayer request team. And so uh, we only just one click away from MQ away. Ooh, oh, nice. man. Thanks. That's yes. That was just now. That was a, that was in beautiful, the moment. Right. Yeah. I feel like lightning just struck this building. That was amazing. Freestyle poetry. <laughs> Charlie, do you want to close us in prayer since well, this will be your new employee hazing? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a part of Multiple a long month. series yeah. of hazing. That we'll it's a season, through, really. Sure, why not? Do you mind praying no, no, for us? No, not at all. In English or Spanish, whichever you like. Hybrid. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, dear God, uh, thank you for uh, uh, allowing us to come together to, um, to share your word, compartir tu, tu palabra, to you know, um, meditate on your word, meditar tu palabra. Um, and we ask you that this wonderful conversation that we just had may continue to you know, marinate in our minds and may we carry this blessing with us the rest of the week so that we can uh, learn to be Christ to others and, and know how to uh, talk to others uh, about your son, Jesus. And so this we pray through Jesus Christ, your son. Amen. 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 Thanks, Charlie. Cindy, thanks for braving us coming back. We, this, the last time you came meet were there was no swag. Today you have swag to take yes. home. Very nice. Thank so, you. I appreciate it. Thanks again for coming. And Charlie, thanks for being yes. here, too, for your first time, but probably not the last time. No, I hope not. We've we got your number. So listeners, viewers, thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.